your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Good afternoon, and welcome to Frankly Speaking About Cancer with the Wellness Community. Your host is Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community. This hour is designed to inspire, inform, and to help you live better with cancer. Now, here's your host, Kim Tibaldo. Welcome to Frankly Speaking About Cancer with the Wellness Community, an internet radio show that focuses on informing and inspiring people to live well with cancer. I'm Kim Tebaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, an international nonprofit organization dedicated to providing support, education, and hope to people with cancer and their loved ones. Our services are offered at over 100 locations worldwide and online at www.thewellnesscommunity.org. Before we begin today's topic, let's move to a segment we call Cancer in the News, which highlights the latest cancer headlines. I'm Bill Schaefer, and this is today's Cancer in the News. When breast cancer develops during pregnancy, its diagnosis and treatment are often delayed. As a result, the women's long-term survival may be jeopardized, doctors at the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center report. Pregnancy-associated breast cancer is the most frequent cancer associated with pregnancy, but it is low on the list of possible diagnoses that most doctors consider. Furthermore, pregnancy can mask symptoms of breast cancer, making it more difficult to recognize, they noted. The team identified all cases of breast cancer associated with pregnancy that were treated at their institution between 1973 and 2006. 51 developed cancer during pregnancy, while 53 occurred within a year after pregnancy. Women with pregnancy-associated breast cancer had more advanced tumors than similar young women who were not pregnant, indicating delayed diagnosis. Nevertheless, outcomes were similar in the two groups, the researchers report in the medical journal Cancer. That's probably because most women were given a course of chemotherapy before undergoing surgery. Among the 51 women who developed breast cancer during pregnancy, 25 received no treatment until after delivery. There was a trend toward worse 10-year survival rates with deferred treatment compared with treatment during pregnancy. In addition to timely treatment, the research team also urges thorough diagnostic evaluation of breast symptoms that occur during pregnancy using ultrasound or, with proper shielding of the fetus, mammography. In other news, a test that looks for tumor cells in the blood may make doctors better able to check whether chemotherapy is helping a prostate cancer patient, researchers reported last week. The cell search test, made by the Johnson & Johnson unit Veridex, works better than standard tests for men whose prostate cancer has spread. The test counts the number of cancer cells that have broken away from the tumor and are circulating in the blood. In a study involving 164 men, the researchers found that cell search helped them monitor the response to chemotherapy in patients who had prostate cancer that had spread and were not being helped by hormone therapy. They said it worked better than a standard test that looks at prostate-specific antigens, or PSA, levels. It shows that the CTC, or circulating tumor cells count, can be used to help determine an individual's prognosis, particularly when the counts are high. It also helps in terms of understanding if the treatment is working. Once prostate cancer has advanced to the point that chemotherapy may be used at a late stage, unlike in many other cancers, doctors often struggle to determine how well the treatment is working, said John Neat of the Prostate Cancer Charity, a London-based advocacy group. Measuring circulating tumor cells seems to be more finely attuned to the effects of chemotherapy than previously thought. There are, therefore, circumstances when some men will benefit from further courses of chemotherapy treatment when at present they may not be offered. I'm Bill Schaefer, and that's today's Cancer in the News. We've all heard of ways to support nonprofits through charity marathon programs or run and walk events, things like that. Um, the wellness community has its Strides for Hope charity marathon program that raises money for our local wellness communities to help them continue providing free services of cancer support, education, and hope to all people affected by cancer. Any way you look at it, sporting events are really the perfect venue to raise awareness of a nonprofit's mission. Uh, for several years now, Amgen, a biotech company based in Thousand Oaks, California, has been the title sponsor of the Amgen Tour of California, the largest cycling event in America. The tour is a Tour de France-style cycling road race that challenges the world's top professional cycling teams 
to compete along a demanding 750-mile course from Sacramento to Escondido from February 14th to the 22nd of this year, 2009. The tour also includes Breakaway from Cancer, which is a complementary component to Amgen's title sponsorship, and uh, it is designed to increase awareness of the important resources available to cancer patients, everything from prevention to education, patient care, advocacy, financial support. Uh, today, we on our show, we're joined by three guests who have played an important role in organizing and executing the tour uh, and participating since it began. Catherine West is a registered oncology nurse and advocacy director at Amgen. Thanks for being here, Catherine. Thank you, thank you Kim. We're also joined by Nick Baker, Director of Global Partnerships at AEG, the company that owns and organizes the Amgen Tour of California. Welcome, Nick. Thanks for having me. And last but certainly not least, we have Andy Levin, a cancer survivor and participant at our wellness community in the San Francisco East Bay area. Andy has participated in the Breakaway from Cancer campaign for the past few years with us and is going to be joining us again on the road this year. Thanks for being here, Andy. Thanks, Kim. Glad to be here. So we have lots to talk about today, so why don't we just get started. I'm going to start with you, Nick. Nick, tell us about the Amgen Tour of California. What is it and how long has it been going on? The Amgen Tour of California, as you mentioned, is the largest professional uh, cycling race in North America. and It's, it's something that AEG created um, in partnership with Amgen. Um, the, the inaugural year was in 2006, but it's really been a dream of ours for a number of years, probably beginning in 2003, when at the Home Depot Center, which is an uh, Olympic training facility where one of our teams, the Los Angeles Galaxy, play, we built an indoor velodrome which is the only one of its uh, kind in North America. And tell people and what a velodrome is. Now. A velodrome is an indoor cycling um, uh, road course. So it's an enclosed arena-type setting, but it's, uh, it is for uh, road racing. So they, they go in a circular um, route um, around and around, and it's an Olympic sport. And so when we got involved in that capacity of cycling, um, we were definitely intrigued by the success of the Tour de France, and we launched the Amgen Tour of California. And thankfully, we had uh, great partners such as Amgen um, who believed in our vision, and we have had three successful years now where we've grown the race and covered many, many cities, uh, both large and small, throughout Northern and Southern California, and we've had an opportunity to really create a rolling festival of events for the community and a fantastic um, large marketing platform for our sponsors to, to convey fantastic messages such as Breakaway from Cancer. And we've really uh, enjoyed the race, and, and it's grown considerably, and, and it's really um, something that in our large portfolio of sports entertainment assets, it's something that is um, very unique and exciting. So, Nick, just so folks are clear on this, this is these are professional cyclists. They're professional teams. These are not. This is not for people to come out and do a, you know, kind of a charity ride or a thing like that. These are professional teams cycling down California. Yeah, absolutely. These are Kim. These are the same riders that you see in the Tour de France. Our field is um, the the last three years. Each year, it has grown to be um, the best um, assembly of uh, professional racers um, to ever race in North America. So this year. Um, you know, we will continue with that. Uh, many of the riders that we've had um, race in the Tour de France, that we had the number one team in the world last year, the number one time trial um, uh, racing specialist. So these are top, top-notch athletes. Excellent, excellent. Catherine, um, in addition to being the title sponsor of the Tour of California for the past four years now, uh, Amgen uh, has also organized a charity arm of the Tour called Breakaway from cancer, in which uh, our organization, the wellness community, has been involved since the since the beginning. Uh, I talked a little bit about Breakaway at the start of the show, but tell us more about what this initiative really stands for and why Amgen felt it was so important to develop this component as sort of part of the Tour of California. Sure, Kim. Um, we're proud to say that the wellness community community was one of our founding partners in the Breakaway from Cancer initiative and that we could not have launched with a better partner, so thank you for being there from the beginning. Our pleasure. Absolutely. Amgen is, uh, is passionate about helping people who are battling cancer, and Breakaway from Cancer Initiative is one of the ways that Amgen is fighting cancer on multiple fronts. As you mentioned previously, the Breakaway from Cancer Initiative was founded in 2005 as a complementary component to our title sponsorship of the Amgen Tour of California to help empower people affected by cancer by connecting them to resources and hope so that they can fight and live with cancer. And through the Breakaway from Cancer Initiative, Amgen and our nonprofit partners aim to increase the awareness of the resources available to people affected by cancer from prevention to diagnosis through treatment into survivorship. 
so so tell us a little bit more, Catherine, about Amgen. Tell us about uh, some of the um, different things that your company, a prominent, obviously, uh, biotech company in the U.S., tell us about some of the things that your company has, do- has done to help patients. Tell us about, uh, in terms of uh, both uh, not only drug development and discoveries, tell us a little bit about that, but also about some of the other programs and things that you support around the country. Well, as you mentioned before, Amgen is a large biotech company based in Thousand Oaks, and we discover and develop vital biotechnology medicines with a deeply held mission, and we are very serious about this to serve patients battling serious illness. We have a wonderful philanthropic arm through our Amgen Foundation, and we've supported great national initiatives such as patient navigation. We all know that the complicated maze that is cancer has become quite difficult for for people and people affected by cancer caregivers to be able to navigate. So one of the things that I'm most proud of is our sponsorship of Dr. To Harold Freeman's Patient Navigation Institute. Tell us about that program, Catherine. It's a program that was founded by Dr. Harold Freeman, and he is pretty much well known as the godfather of the Patient Navigation Act. He did a lot of research and really found out that um, people get lost in the system, people have difficulty accessing the system, people are often uninsured and are, are unable to access the best any, any cancer care as well as the best uh, cancer care. So he developed a program where he trained uh, social workers who became patient navigators that go out into communities and they do screening and protect and, and prevention programs. They find people who are in need of help. They, 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 once they find them, they do not get lost in the system. They help them navigate through the system with financial counseling, social service counseling, educational counseling, right in through treatment and hopefully into survivorship. And what he saw was that when people had that assistance, there were much better outcomes. Fantastic. So you guys are developing drugs, you're supporting this breakaway from cancer, supporting this patient navigation program, really supporting all kinds of uh, initiatives I know across the country. Nick, let me get back to you. Let's talk a little bit about AEG. You talked about how this was in some ways a little bit of a new endeavor for AEG, getting into the into the cycling arena, um, but that you guys are really a sports company. Tell us more about AEG. Do you guys own teams? Do you own stadiums? Um, let us get a better feel for you guys as the owner of this race. Yeah, you know what, Kimmy? We actually do a little bit of everything. We are um, a company that's based uh, in Los Angeles, California. Um, we own the Staples Center, um, which many people may know of, is the home to the Los Angeles Lakers, and our new development across the street that we have called LA Live, which is a um, collection of restaurants and uh, music venues and bowling alleys and the Grammy Museum and really an entertainment district that we have built um, right in downtown Los Angeles, and that's where our headquarters is. But AEG is the largest sports entertainment company in the world, and our company owns and operates um, 13 professional sports teams across the country which includes ownership in the Los Angeles Lakers, the Los Angeles Galaxy MLS team with David Beckham, the Los Angeles Kings of the NHL, and numerous other um, teams throughout the country and the world. Um, We also have an exciting collection of events, which um, the Amgen Tour California falls into. But in addition to that, we also have the Beta Breakers um, foot race up in San Francisco. We have uh, the East-West Bank Tennis Classic, which is a um, women's tennis tour event that takes place at the Home Depot Center. So we have a collection of, of sports events. Then we're also the largest um, music um, producer in, in the world right now. We have uh, numerous um, music festivals throughout the country, including Coachella and concerts that take place at the many venues that we own. Right now we own about 80 sports venues worldwide, which includes Los Angeles and London and Berlin and Beijing. Wow, fantastic. And this tour of California will start, uh, will we'll run down uh, California from north to south. Tell us Tell us some of the some of the major cities and places that the tour will hit, Nick, and and uh, some of the highlights that might happen along the way. Yeah, we're really excited about this year's um, course. We like to keep it fresh, but also. Um, definitely like to take advantage of, of many of the areas that make California so beautiful because this race is covered on Versus, um, which is the home of cycling. It's also the um, where the Tour de France is broadcast, and, and it's, it's seen all over the world. This year we actually have uh, a partnership with Eurosport, which is the ESPN in Europe, to um, 
produce one hour live of our event each day. So there's a lot of people that are going to see this event, and it's a great way, a great way to showcase um, the state of California. But we'll start in Sacramento at the Capitol uh, on Saturday, February 14th, and we will uh, touch many cities, in- including San Jose. We'll take the one uh, into Solvane. Uh, we'll have a chance to end this year again in Pasadena on one of the stages right outside the Rose Bowl, which is exciting. And then a new addition this year, uh, we're going to be entering the San Diego um, County uh, Marketplace, which is really exciting. How many teams do you have participating next? We have 136 uh, riders, which um, includes 17 teams. So it's a it's a large, large field. Uh, as I mentioned, these are the top professional cyclists in the world. Um, so it, it makes for a really competitive field. And what? Tell us some of the countries that they're coming from. Uh, all over. I mean, we we have Germany, we have Kazakhstan, we have um, America, we have uh, anything and everything. It's it's really a collection of. Uh, it almost looks like the United Nations out there. Fantastic, fantastic. So today on the show, folks, we are talking about the Amgen Tour of California. It is a professional cycling race. It's a Tour de France style cycling uh, race that runs for 750 miles. It's a course that runs from Sacramento, California, down all the way down south to Escondido, California, near San Diego. The tour runs uh, from February 14th uh, through the 22nd. The tour is sponsored by Amgen. It is called the Amgen Tour of California. Today we've got uh, Catherine West with us on the line from uh, Amgen. We have uh, Nick Baker from AEG, and when we get back, you all are going to meet Andy Levin, a cancer survivor who's going to tell us a little bit about his own personal story and how he learned about the tour. So we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Your life, your health, your network. Voice America Health & Wellness. Effective cancer treatment requires more than just medication or surgery. For the country's 12 million cancer survivors and their loved ones, the social and emotional challenges of adapting to life with cancer are ongoing. How to handle coworkers' questions, how to get comfortable with new physical realities, how to reassure worried family members, or explain to friends your priorities have changed. For more than 25 years, the wellness community has been the nation's leader in providing free counseling, education, and hope for survivors and their caregivers. Whether online or or at one of our 26 centers in the U.S. and abroad, the wellness community is ready to offer the support you need to live a better life with cancer. For more information on support groups, publications, nutrition, exercise programs, and more, call 1-888-793-WELL or visit us online at www.thewellnesscommunity.org. That's thewellnesscommunity.org. The Wellness Community, celebrating over 25 years of cancer support, education, and hope. It attacks the brain, and you might not know what hit you. It's a stroke, and it can cripple or kill you. If suddenly you're numb or weak on one side, limb, or face, it could be a stroke. Get help. There's no time to waste. It could even be a sudden, severe headache without cause. If you wait to get help, time lost is brain lost. Maybe it's a loved one slurring their speech or dizzy. Call 911 and get medical help quickly. There are even more symptoms that I did not mention. So call or hit the web for information and prevention. Blacks have a higher occurrence. Do you want to know more? Call 1-888-4-STROKE or visit www.strokeassociation.org. High blood pressure, diabetes, and obesity. All make the risk of a stroke more likely. But remember, if it happens, do not delay. Or disability might be the price you pay. A public service message brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Frankly Speaking About Cancer with the Wellness Community, an inspirational program offering the resources you need to live a better life with cancer. Now, here's your host, Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community. Welcome back to Frankly Speaking About Cancer. 
I'm Kim Tebaldo, and today we've been talking about the 2009 Amgen Tour of California and its complementary charity component, Break Away from Cancer. We're joined by Catherine West, the Advocacy Director from Amgen, Nick Baker, Director of Global Partnerships at AEG, which is the company that created and owns the race, and Andy Levin, a cancer survivor and participant at the Wellness Community of San Francisco East Bay. Uh, Andy, you've been a Wellness Community participant at our center in Walnut Creek, California, for uh, many years. You've also had the opportunity to get involved with Breakaway from Cancer. So tell us a little bit about how you discovered the wellness community, really what led you there, and then love for you to tell us also about your experience with Breakaway from Cancer and the Emden Tour of California. Okay, Kim. I first heard about the wellness community in January of 2003 from a friend when at age 67 I was diagnosed with prostate cancer. My wife, Dottie, and I checked out the wellness community and immediately joined weekly support groups. She was in the caregiver group, and I was in the cancer group. In addition, I started attending a monthly prostate cancer support group where 15 to 30 men regularly meet. Wow. I was happy to find in that meeting that I could talk with men who had been treated for cancer and how they handled their stress how they decided on which treatment option to take, and how to live with the side effects of the treatments. At the meetings, I learned about an excellent doctor for my prostate cancer treatment, Mm -hmm. and I had prostate surgery in April of 2003. I'm happy to say that I have been cancer-free now for six years. Fantastic. Fantastic. I became interested in professional cycling, after a friend gave us Lance Armstrong's book about his courageous fight against testicular cancer. Yes. We started watching Tour de France on TV just to cheer him on, and we cheered him through several of his victories. Yes. We learned about Breakaway from Cancer program in 2007. We were attending the prologue of the Amgen Tour of California on Embarcadero in San Francisco. While there, we visited the Wellness Community's booth where we picked up information materials about the Breakaway from Cancer program. We really enjoyed walking around the starting area, seeing the racing teams, and watching the riders preparing for their time trials. And we really had an exciting time just being a part of that event. Yeah. Since we had so much fun in 2007, we made a commitment to ourselves that in 2008 we would follow the race down the state from San Francisco into Southern California. I mentioned that we were going to be doing that at the wellness community, and they asked me if I would be willing to speak at the prologue and fire the starting pistol to kick off the race. (laughs) And I said, you bet. (laughs) I, I was really honored to be asked. Fantastic. And now you're going to be uh, out again uh, in the 2009 race, is that right? Yes. We we are uh, participating in the uh, Breakaway from Cancer fundraising event on February 8th, and I be spoke, I'm spokesman there, and Dottie is helping with the information booth there. Now, just quickly, um, Andy, um, I know you mentioned your, your lovely wife, Dottie, and we've had a chance to get to know both you and Dottie. Um, and, you know, at the wellness community, we not only have programs for patients, but also for caregivers, family members, loved ones. Um, just, just tell me what, what Dottie has meant to you in your prostate cancer journey. Well, it's really important to have a good caregiver. I don't think you can overemphasize it. She was really a big help to me you know, getting through the stress part of it and then taking me around to all the doctor appointments and giving me a good diet, taking care of me after a surgery during recovery. And, yeah. and it was nice to have her be a part of that for me. And was it important for her to also get the support that she needed? Yes, she really did uh, get a lot out of going to the cancer caregiver support group. It's a really uh, important thing for all of those caregivers to get together just to connect with one another and to be able to uh, share their experiences and how they've been able to help and deal with cancer themselves, you know, the cancer of their spouse or loved one, how they can deal with that. Yeah, yeah. Well, fantastic. It's great to to hear your story. Um, 
Catherine, I want to get back to this Breakaway from Cancer initiative a little mm-hmm. bit more. Um, Breakaway from Cancer has grown quite a bit since it first began. As you mentioned, it's the sort of charitable arm of the Tour of California. Um, tell us, Catherine, who are the charities that are participating this year and what kind of special events are happening as, uh, as part of Breakaway from Cancer? Sure, we'd be happy to, Kim. You know, we have expanded our Breakaway from Cancer partnerships, and did I happen to say that the wellness community was our founding partners? want to make sure that everybody <laughs> understands that and that you have been extremely supportive of that expansion and that the wellness community has a successful history of collaborating with other cancer organizations, and we're just so happy to have you on board. From, from day one until now, and you've been great partners. So thanks, now Captain. that I've said that, we it's have... our um, pleasure, really, <laughs> and, and you guys have been very generous, so thank Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Uh, we, we've enlisted three additional nonprofit partners. The Patient Advocate Foundation, whose primary objective is to ensure access to care and financial viability for patients and caregivers during cancer treatment. We've added the Prevent Cancer Foundation, who's focused on educating the public on how to prevent cancer and the importance of screening and early detection. And back with us for a third year is the National Coalition for Cancer Survivorship, whose priority is to advocate for quality cancer care for all Americans and to teach people affected by cancer how to advocate for themselves. And last but not least, the wellness community, who's dedicated to providing support, education, and hope. And I'd like to really reemphasize hope to people with cancer and those who care for them. Excellent. So we, uh, as you said, the wellness community, we're good, good friends and partners with all of these other groups, Patient Advocate Foundation, mm-hmm. Prevent Cancer Foundation, National Coalition for Cancer Survivorship, and we really support the missions of all of them and work in partnership to, uh, to achieve our missions. Um, well, and as for the special events for this year, we've got two charity rides, as Andy mentioned. He's participating in the one on February 8th in, in San Francisco, and we've also got one going on simultaneously in Thousand Oaks. Uh, California, both with great enrollment and participation thus far. And a couple of things that we're proud of during the race week is that we have four of what we call breakaway miles. They're in Sacramento, Modesto, Paso Robles, where the wellness community was instrumental in identifying our survivor there in Escondido. And I have to add that the breakaway mile was a great idea brought forth by Kim Tebaldo very early on (laughs) as we were looking for ways to honor people affected by cancer and to get people out on the course to support the professional race. So um, back to the, in the breakaway miles, we celebrate a cancer patient and a survivor or a survivor and his or her support team in an honorary ride that literally crosses across the Ampton Turf California finish line. And we thought that just as in cycling where it takes a great support team to help an individual break away from the pack, it takes a team approach to fight cancer. And these support teams usually consist of friends, family, doctors, nurses, and an Amgen scientist, which we think is symbolic of Amgen's commitment to supporting patients in their cancer journey from the bench to the bedside where our vital medicines make the most impact. Uh, Fantastic, fantastic. Um, Nick, let's talk a little more about the race in addition to breakaway from cancer expanding. There's, um, I know, uh, some changes to the race, exciting news about the race. Tell us, um, tell us how the race route is different. Tell us how it's expanded from years past and maybe how you, you guys are thinking about continuing to grow the race in the future. And um, we've uh, heard that Lance Armstrong is riding this year, so maybe you can confirm that rumor for us. Yes, that, that, thankfully that is a, a, a rumor that is true. We're really excited about that. Obviously, um, Lance Armstrong is, is the most successful uh, rider with his uh, seven Tour de France victories, a record-setting achievement, and, and we're really thrilled that he's going to be involved um, in this year's race. He shares similar um, thoughts uh, about the fight against cancer that uh, great programs such as the wellness community obviously um, help each day um, with that fight against cancer. And so his objectives are in line with us um, as far as that. And, and again, he's a superior um, cyclist, so having him join our field is really tremendous for the race, but um, as far as the land... Who is his team, Nick? His team uh, is uh, Team Astana. Astana. Yeah, Astana. And and so that's a change a little bit. Kim, he had uh, ridden for the, the postal team um, before his retirement, and so he will come back with Astana. And on that team is uh, Levi Leipheimer, who is our uh, two-time returning champion of the Amgen Tour of California. So we'll have two teammates, um, you know, ride it out for the 2009 championship. Wow, it's going to be really exciting, that finish. Yeah, it should be. And, and then the finish, actually, you bring up a great point. The finish this year will be in a new venue in San Diego and Escondido, which we're really excited about spreading this event over, um, you know, as much across California as possible. And you, you mentioned um, future plans for the race. 
you know, our thoughts are, are looking at, um, you know, many areas throughout northern, southern California and potentially even maybe scooting into some other states because as, as um, you know, cyclists, cycling fans, as Andy know, um, the, the Tour de France is not just in France. It has a, a, a large um, reach, and I think at some point we'd like to see where we can take our race to really spread um, the, the race but the awareness that is generated out of the race. Um, and so you so your plan so AEG is feeling pretty good about this race. AEG wants to continue to uh expand the race. They want to lengthen the race. They want to look to get into some other uh into some other geographies, Nick. Yeah, I I think you know after each year we have to analyze how successful the event uh was from an operational standpoint and then as well from a budget standpoint. So, um no decisions have been made about expanding it um just yet. I think mm-hmm. each year we always try to uh, change it up a bit to keep the course fresh and to be, um, you know, entering into to different cities along the race route because it does have quite an economic impact on these communities. Last year we had an estimated 1.6 million spectators along the race route, wow. and so that helps the community, um, you know, economically. Wow, that's fantastic. You know, Catherine, we talked about these groups. We have a, just a couple minutes till our break, but we talked about these. Uh, wonderful groups who are partners in Breakaway from Cancer, Patient Advocate Foundation, Prevent Cancer Foundation, National Coalition for Cancer Survivorship, and, of course, uh, uh, the wellness community. Will these folks be, be out during, uh, during the week? Are there places where folks can meet them and learn about their work and their services? Absolutely. Um, representatives from each of these organizations will be with us from the beginning of the race to the finish. And as I mentioned, the breakaway miles in these four cities, Santa Rosa, Modesto, Paso Robles, Escondido, we will highlight each of these organizations um, in the respective cities where there will be a breakaway mile. There will be opportunities to, to, to speak from the stage, to network, to meet and greet with the crowd, and as well as you know media opportun- opportunities, interviews, and, and getting to know the, the community in general that we're in. But absolutely, they will be with us from the beginning to the end, and we plan on doing everything we can to highlight these groups and to increase the awareness of the valuable services that these organizations offer, people affected by cancer. Great. Let's just go through the groups one more time and make sure we're getting this right about who they are and what they do. So we have the Patient Advocate Foundation. They're about, uh, they're about access to care, Catherine? Absolutely, and ensuring financial viability. Viability. So they, do, they give away, do they give away money? Do they, do they guide people to where they can get support to help them pay for their care? All of the above. They offer uh, financial assistance and the means of copay assistance programs. They offer uh, travel grants, for example, people who have difficulty getting back and forth with gas prices these days, getting back and forth to appointments, bus, bus fares, taxi fares, etc. They offer something that, is, that people find really valuable in insurance appeals. We all know that our, everybody has an insurance company horror story. This organization will actually advocate on the patient's or caregiver's behalf when there are denials or rejections or issues with payment. And I've seen instances where they have overturned rejections. They've gotten acceptance into clinical trials. They've um, gotten bills paid for. They've gotten insurance bills audited and and money returned to people. So they provide a valuable service in that respect. Great. Fantastic. And we're about to go to break, but I just also want to mention we have the Prevent Cancer Foundation focused on uh, obviously, prevention, and then the National Coalition for Cancer Survivorship. They're uh, dedicated to policy and advocacy and assuring uh, quality cancer care. This is, uh, frankly, speaking about cancer, and we're going to take a quick break. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. Hello. Hi, Bill. Uh, this is George Dewey from up the street. Oh, hey, George. How you doing? Good, good. Say, I noticed you've been walking to work these days instead of driving, mm. and I uh, don't quite know how to say this, but... But... But what? But... But... Your butt. Your buttocks. Your butt. I think I found your butt on my front lawn. Have you recently lost it? As a matter of fact, I have, George. It's about time someone noticed. Well, it was kind of hard to miss, if you know what I mean. Anyways, would you like it back? Would I like it back? No, not really. So it's okay if I throw it out? Sure, that's fine. Take it easy, George. Small step number eight. Walk instead of driving whenever you can. It's just one of the many small steps you can take to help you become a healthier, well, you. Get started at www.smallstep.gov and take a small step to get healthy. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. 
Effective cancer treatment requires more than just medication or surgery. For the country's 12 million cancer survivors and their loved ones, the social and emotional challenges of adapting to life with cancer are ongoing. How to handle coworkers' questions, how to get comfortable with new physical realities, how to reassure worried family members, or explain to friends your priorities have changed. For more than 25 years, the wellness community has been the nation's leader in providing free counseling, education, and hope for survivors and their caregivers. Whether online or at one of our 26 centers in the U.S. and abroad, the wellness community is ready to offer the support you need to live a better life with cancer. For more information on support groups, publications, nutrition, exercise programs, and more, call 1-888-793-WELL or visit us online at www.thewellnesscommunity.org. That's thewellnesscommunity.org. The Wellness Community, celebrating over 25 years of cancer support, education, and hope. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to Frankly Speaking About Cancer with the Wellness Community, an inspirational program offering the resources you need to live a better life with cancer. Now, here's your host, Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community. Welcome back to Frankly Speaking About Cancer. Today we've been talking with Andy Levin, a cancer survivor and participant at the Wellness Community of San Francisco, East Bay, Nick Baker, Director of Global Partnerships at AEG, and Catherine West, Advocacy Director from Amgen. We've learned a lot about professional cycling and how the 2009 Amgen Tour of California is doing more than ever to help people affected by cancer through its charitable component called Breakaway from Cancer. Um, Andy, you have had, for those uh, who are folks who are just joining us, uh, you are a prostate cancer survivor, and you uh, not only participated our wellness community there in San Francisco, but you've had a chance to get out and follow the tour of California and also to really learn about uh, Breakaway from Cancer and uh, get involved with that initiative with us. So tell us, Andy, why do you think Breakaway from Cancer is such an important part of the Amgen tour of California? I mean, really, Amgen could have just said, hey, we're going to be the title sponsor of this bike race, we're going to have our name kind of plastered all over the materials, and it was really Amgen that stepped up and said, we, we, don't, think it, we don't think we want to do this unless there's going to be another whole sort of charitable component, this Breakaway from Cancer campaign. So, Andy, from a patient perspective, what do you think about that, and why, why do you think that's uh, important? Well, I think Breakaway from Cancer is all about raising awareness of the individuals of how to fight cancer. You know, early detection is the key to beating many cancers, especially prostate cancer. Bike racing is becoming a very important sport. Making Breakaway from Cancer a part of Amgen's tour gives the fight against cancer a big shot of publicity and publicity that's needed. I, for example, I hear from the news that over a million men will be diagnosed with cancer this year. Mm-hmm. It's sad to see newly diagnosed men show up at the wellness community meeting yeah. each month that have been have not been tracking their PSA. Yeah. And PSA is a blood test that you use to watch out for cancer. So it's a, tell, tell folks again, Andy, what PS, PSA is? PSA is a blood test for a specific, uh, a prostate-specific antigen, mm-hmm. and it gives you numbers that you can track over time to see if cancer is growing in your body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And even if the um, men had their annual physicals, some general practitioners do not request PSA blood testing until age 60. Yeah. And by that time, the cancer was, when it was first found, many times, it's at a stage that's not really successfully treated. Yeah. And I think this awareness program that uh, Breakaway from Cancer does uh, gets that con- information out to people a little bit more, not only just the cancer uh, individuals, but also their doctors. I think it's important to start testing PSA at age 45 or even earlier if your family has a history of prostate cancer. Yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, cycling is a team effort. I think Breakaway from Cancer Initiative is like a team that is really working hard to win the battle against cancer. 
So, Andy, when you've been out on the tour of California and you've been part of the Breakaway from Cancer Initiative, have you have you met people and talked to other people who come up to you and, and tell you about their own cancer experience? Yes, I have. You know, it, it's very, uh, you know, it's rewarding to have people see me uh, give a speech up on the stand there about it and then come over and talk to me about, well, how did you do this? How did you handle that? And uh, it, it's good for me to meet all those other uh organizations that are helping in the break away from cancer besides the uh, wellness community yeah. to see that there's a larger effort there. Yeah, yeah. So, Nick, you mentioned that there are 136 riders, 17 teams. These are elite cyclists from um, uh, around the world. Obviously, most of us do not qualify uh, in that category. So w- what else happens during the race? We understand there's a lifestyle festival. Aside from just c- from coming out and watching this incredibly um, exciting race, what's the lifestyle festival? What What are some of the things that people can do and see uh, if they want to come out and check out the race? Well, for race fans, Kim, the most exciting aspect of the tour is that it's free. It's, yeah. a, it's a community event. And so what that offers, uh, you know, a chance for families to come out and, and enter the Lifestyle Festival, which is a, um, uh, an enclosed area of vendor booths. A lot of cycling gear is there, um, you know, uh, cycling bikes, but also uh, a great way to be entertained. We have a stage there with mu- music and uh, community booths. Um, we have, uh, as I mentioned, a lot of merchandise, but also a lot of information there as well. Um, Breakaway from Cancer has a tent inside of the festival, um, which is in a prominent location, and it, it enables people to um, understand some of the great programs that are available um, through you know fantastic organizations such as the wellness community. So really, it's a festival. People can come out, listen to music, get some food, learn about cycling, learn about some of the things that are happening in their communities. Yeah, absolutely. It's 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 really an enjoyable time. We have a a jumbo television, um, actually multiple jumbo televisions that are um, that have a live broadcast feed of the race, so you can see the, the the riders as they're trying to make their way into that finish line. And then there's the music, and there's food, and there's you know shopping, and um, it, it's beautiful. We've we've been blessed with some great Southern California or Northern California uh, weather in February, so usually sunshine, and um, people are really enjoying. The themselves. Yeah. And you said, Nick, the, that everything's free. Even though it's free, do people need a ticket or a pass or anything like that? No, no, not at all. They're just, uh, you know, the, the best way to check out, um, you know, the tour is coming through your city is the amgentourofcalifornia.com, and there's actually specific links on that website that um, note uh, or make note of uh, the best areas to watch the race, and then we'll also give you specific directions to each of the start and finish stages. So that's a, a great guide for, for race fans. So it's amgentourofcalifornia.com. Yep, absolutely. And the and other folks can find the whole route, the whole race route on there. The whole race route, they can find all types of information, um, you know, regarding great spots to watch, or you can even purchase merchandise um, over the internet. Um, another great. Uh, Aspect of the website is the Breakaway from Cancer page, which highlights um, all the efforts that Amgen does. And AEG just could not commend Amgen more for what they've done with their title sponsorship. We, you know, in the sports entertainment world, we see a lot of the traditional marketers who are looking for, you know, um, certain aspects of selling um, their business. But this is really about education and about um, educating people on what Amgen is doing and, and, and the pioneering science and, and what they're doing with such great groups as the wellness community and NCCS. And it, it, it's just a real benefit and something that everyone associated with the race has really um, been rewarded with and really has enjoyed uh, you know, their participation. Can people find out about the teams and the racers on that site, Nick? Yeah, absolutely. We have uh, links to each of the teams, each of the riders. There's a biography on each of the teams and highlights some of the key riders. And it actually shows highlights of last year's race. And we have a new application that's called the Tour Tracker. So for those of you outside of California who are unable to join um, the race in person, you can actually follow along the race live on the Internet. Um, on our tour tracker, and that is um, really a secret, but it's a great, great way to watch the race because it has all types of information, and um, it's just a, a remarkable way to watch the race. So, Nick, just so you know, for a few, you know, I know you're always looking for feedback, and for future reference, there are a couple of young women in my office who are wondering if 
next year maybe you can post the marital status of the racer. Yeah, you know what? We definitely will look into that. Maybe we need to maybe we need to extend that bio. Yeah, I think you should extend the bio. They just, you know, they just want to know. There's absolutely, absolutely. Pretty good-looking racers from around the world, and we just thought it, you know, might be a good kind of social networking opportunity. Absolutely. We, ser- you know, we, we aim to please and to serve our fans. And Kimmy's <laughs> always working. <laughs> Oh, fantastic. So, Catherine, I know we're into the fourth year of Breakaway from Cancer. Um, give give our listeners a sense of uh, of how much money has been raised uh, to date and, and, and gone out to support these wonderful community organizations. And maybe more importantly, most importantly, where can people go if they want to donate to support Breakaway from Cancer, to support the work of these four organizations? Sure, Kim. The uh, Breakaway from Cancer initiative has contributed well over $1 million in counting to support our nonprofit partners in their missions to provide services free of charge to people battling cancer. And if there's anyone out there that would like to donate to this great cause, please go to www.breakawayfromcancer.com to learn more about our charitable partners and more and the valuable resources that they provide. Great, fantastic. So people, can, individuals can just go on there, can make a donation, um, and uh, and those individuals know that those dollars will go to support the work of these organizations. Absolutely. There are wonderful descriptors of, of our charitable partners, the four that we've mentioned, and there are individual links. So you can you can donate to the organization of your choice and to the individual there are individual links back to the website so that you can learn more about the valuable resources that they uh, provide for people affected by cancer. Great. So we want to encourage people to uh, get onto that website, breakawayfromcancer.com. That's all one word, breakawayfromcancer.com, to learn more about this charitable component of the Amgen Tour of California and also to donate uh, to support the work of these organizations. I'm going to mention the organizations again so folks know who they are uh, and what they do. We have the Patient Advocate Foundation, which uh, ensures access to care for all people who uh, are facing cancer, the Prevent uh, Cancer Foundation. These are folks, obviously, who are focused on the prevention of cancer uh, and in that space. We have uh, NCCS which is a policy and advocacy organization um, on the Hill, ensuring um, that uh, we are moving in a policy direction to ensure quality to care for quality cancer care for all Americans. And then, of course, we have the Wellness Community, which is a, we are a community-based organization. We have 26 centers across the U.S. where we provide support groups, education, nutrition, uh, uh, free services for people with all cancers uh, at any stage of their disease. This is Frankly Speaking About Cancer. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Holistic health and well-being covers many facets, including stress, time management, weight loss, cardiovascular training, and aging. And that's just to name a few. Your life without limits will help to sort it all out for you. Join host Joe Sardi and the top minds in holistic health and well-being for an educational and entertaining hour. Listen for Your Life Without Limits. Heard every Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Effective cancer treatment requires more than just medication or surgery. For the country's 12 million cancer survivors and their loved ones, the social and emotional challenges of adapting to life with cancer are ongoing. How to handle coworkers' questions, how to get comfortable with new physical realities, how to reassure worried family members, or explain to friends your priorities have changed. For more than 25 years, the wellness community has been the nation's leader in providing free counseling, education, and hope for survivors and their caregivers. Whether online or at one of our 26 centers in the U.S. and abroad, the wellness community is ready to offer the support you need to live a better life with cancer. For more information on support groups, publications, nutrition, exercise programs, and more, call 1-888-793-WELL or visit us online at www.thewellnesscommunity.org. That's thewellnesscommunity.org. The Wellness Community, celebrating over 25 years of cancer support, education, and hope. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health and Wellness. You 
are listening to Frankly Speaking About Cancer with the Wellness Community, an inspirational program offering the resources you need to live a better life with cancer. Now, here's your host, Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community. Welcome back to Frankly Speaking About Cancer. We've been talking about the 2009 Amgen Tour of California, which is a professional cycling race and Breakaway from Cancer, a complimentary charitable component to Amgen sponsorship. The, the wellness community has had the privilege of being involved, involved with the tour since the beginning, and we're thrilled to have the opportunity to join the event for the fourth year in a row, and I'm sure it will be the biggest yet. Let's go back, um, Nick, for folks who are just, uh, just joining us, just take a minute again to tell folks uh, what the Amgen Tour of California is. Tell us how many riders, how many teams, and really what kind of crowds you're expecting this year. I want folks to really get a sense of the, the scope of this event. Yeah, absolutely, Kim. It's really really a large community event, and it's really turned into an international um, festivity, um, or, or festival, should I say. It's, it's really become quickly in its, in its three years, um, uh, the uh, one or two or three of the the largest cycling events in, in the world. Um, it is the largest in North America. We have 17 teams. Um, these are the same professional cycling teams that that uh, battle it out in at the Tour de France, and we have 136 riders. So the the competitive field is just fantastic, and uh, we go from Sacramento and, and the the state's capital all the way down into San Diego from February 14th through the 22nd this year, and we will be on versus television. Um, we will also have live coverage on our website at uh, www.amgentourofcalifornia.com. And we, um, we extend an invitation to any and everyone to come out to the festival and enjoy a day in the sun of racing and interacting with um, great festival booths, great food, great music, and, and a great way to learn about fantastic programs that um, our title sponsor, Amgen, is putting on through Breakaway from Cancer. And you can learn more about the wellness community and the many activities that take place and, and meet some great people like Andy who have had a chance to help us start the race in some areas. And how many people are you expecting this year, Nick? Well, you know, I, I definitely, uh, we definitely will throw in the Lance factor, Kim. I, I definitely think yeah. he'll help us attract um, more people this year out uh, out to the race course. And, and with the extension of one day, we anticipate, you know, exceeding our 1.6 million of last year. Um, you know, we have our fingers crossed for good weather, but uh, yeah. we're, we're looking to to exceed on 1.6. I'm saying, I'm saying, good weather. I'm saying, two million people. I love it. I That's love it. I love saying. throwing out the two million. I'm throwing out the two million. And, and it's I'm always great to to set those high expectations. Every year we try to make the race better, and and um, Amgen and and AEG share that objective. And and groups like the wellness community each year have helped us improve the race. And I think that's what's been fantastic. You know, from year one with Kim's idea of the breakaway mile and how that's now turned into such an integral part of of the race day and really highlighting the success story of a cancer survivor. Um, to you know, offering people such as Andy the chance to start a race or to give away a jersey. It's really exciting. And I, I want to touch on one new item, Kim, that you may not even know of yet. But Bring it on, Nick. Amgen is going to sponsor through Breakaway from Cancer the most courageous rider jersey this year. Mm. So what that means is each day we give away a few jerseys. Of course, the Amgen leader jersey is the yellow jersey. That's yeah. what all the guys are fighting for. Right. But the uh, Breakaway from Cancer most aggressive jersey will be given out to that rider who has demonstrated, um, you know, a, a fantastic um, will to compete and, and shown a, a courageous effort that, it, that, that we could somewhat show as an example of what our, our great cancer survivors do. Nice. Wow, that's and Kim, fantastic. we have you pegged to possibly uh, give one out in Pasadena, I think. Well, I would love to do it. I would love to do it, and that's great. And I love, again, I mean, there are so many parallels between racing and a race team and what some of our cancer patients are going through in terms of a team effort, in terms of really fighting that fight. Um, so I think that's just another way to extend that uh, extend that parallel. So that's that's really wonderful, um, Catherine. Just quickly again, we're getting towards the end of our show, but just yeah. remind folks about what Breakaway from Cancer is and who those four partners are. 
Sure, Kim. The Breakaway from Cancer Initiative was founded uh, in 2005 as a complementary component to our title sponsorship and has really become the heart and soul of our title sponsorship of the Empton of California. And its objective is to help empower people affected by cancer by connecting them to resources and hope so that they can fight and live with cancer. And this year we've expanded our BFC, our Breakaway from Cancer partners to four, the Patient Advocate Foundation, the Prevent Cancer Foundation, the National Coalition for Cancer Survivorship, and last but not least, the wellness community. Fantastic. Um, uh, Andy, uh, Catherine, um, I'm going to ask each of you if you have any, uh, you know, we have a lot of folks with cancer, obviously, who are listening to our show, folks who've just been diagnosed, folks in active treatment, survivors. I'd like to ask each of you, Andy, you know, from your own patient perspective, and Catherine, I know you have a, you're an oncology nurse by background and training. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to ask you guys what advice you might have for um for someone who's just been diagnosed with cancer, you know, what kind of advice uh, would you give them? And then, Nick, I'm going to ask you if you have any kind of last-minute information you want to share with folks um, about the tour. So, Andy, let me start with you. Um, someone's just been diagnosed with cancer. You've been through this. Um, what, what, what tips would you give them? What advice would you give them? Well, I think it's really important to get into a cancer group as soon as possible after diagnosis. I know it really helped Dottie and me yeah. through the trauma of the prostate cancer but not everyone is lucky as I am to live near a wellness community there's lots of other cancer support groups out there I did a google search yesterday for cancer support groups and I came up with over 55,000 hits wow great if you narrow down your search in the geographic area cancer type I'm sure you'll find one there's hospitals out there online resources it's important to keep informed about your cancer how to treat it, and how to live with it. We can beat cancer. Knowledge of how to do it cannot be overemphasized. So get informed, get educated, get informed. Get informed. Break away from cancer is really working hard to get that knowledge out. Excellent. Kat, I'm turning to you. Uh, oncology nurse background, you've been there at Amgen for many years, a leading biotech company. Um, what advice would you have for someone who's just been diagnosed? I think to tag on to what Andy has just said, to anyone who's affected by cancer, whether you've just been diagnosed currently in treatment, whether you're a caregiver or survivor, you don't have to go through it alone. And I would encourage um, anyone who is affected by cancer to visit BreakawayFromCancer.com, www.BreakawayFromCancer.com, to learn more about the free services and programs that are there to help people affected by the disease, as we stated before, from prevention to diagnosis through treatment into survivorship. Excellent. Fantastic. Nick, last-minute info, advice on the tour. How do, how do folks get out there? Um, I would, I would uh, first offer uh, everyone um, the, the tour website, the www.amgentouroftalifornia.com. It has great information on the prime uh, spots to watch the race along the course. It has our television um, uh, listings of, of times and, and has a, a fantastic outlet through our tour tracker to watch live coverage on the website and then all the information you need on Breakaway from Cancer, the great uh, group of the wellness community. But uh, we offer a chance for everyone to come out um, to the free event, enjoy the festival, enjoy the sunshine, and, and really learn about um, you know some of the great, great success stories of, of cancer survivors who are th- thriving in the community now and, and the great work that Amgen's doing and the great work that the wellness community is doing. It's it's just a really fun event. Um, hey, Andy, are you going to be bringing Dottie out to the race with you? You bet. She's helping me with the uh, fundraising, and she's going to be with me every minute on the tour. We're going to take in about four different stages, so we'll see you all. Fantastic. Looking forward to seeing you, Andy. That is great news. <laughs> it's, going to be, it's going to be a great week. Um, we've been talking today about the uh, Amgen Tour of California, the largest cycling event in America. Um, this is a Tour de France-style cycling race. Um, we've got top professional cycling teams uh, competing along a very demanding 750-mile course from Sacramento, California, to Escondido. The dates of this event, folks, are February 14th through the 22nd. Uh, there are 136 riders, 17 teams from all over the world. As Nick said, these are the top cyclists in the world. These are the guys who compete uh, in the Tour de France. Um, so we really encourage folks to get out there. Catherine's told us quite a bit about Breakaway from Cancer, which is the, the charitable component to the Tour of California. Um, I want to go over those websites again if you would like to learn more about the Amgen Tour of California um, or if you want up-to-the-minute uh, race updates all week during the tour, visit www.amgentourofcalifornia.com to learn about Breakaway from Cancer. 
www.breakawayfromcancer.com. And finally, if you'd like more information about the wellness community, uh, please visit us at www.thewellnesscommunity.org, O-R-G, or call 888-793-WELL. Also, we are going to be blogging on our site throughout race week, as we always do. So uh, visit our blog, www.thewellnesscommunity.org. I want to thank our guests. Uh, for being with us today. I know you all are busy and have a lot going on, and uh, we're really looking forward to another successful year with the tour. We want to uh, actually dedicate the show today to our friend George Hincappy, who's a professional cyclist and has been a breakaway from cancer spokesperson. We want to thank him for his ongoing commitment to help raise awareness of the resources that are available to cancer patients. Uh, thank you for joining us today. Well, thank on- you for having us, Kim. Thanks, guys. Um, yeah, it's been thanks, a great show. Kim. And until next time, be well, do well, live well. Thank you for joining us for Frankly Speaking About Cancer with your host, Kim Tibaldo. We're here for you every Tuesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. In the meantime, stay connected online at thewellnesscommunity.org. That's thewellnesscommunity.org.